I'm Heather Parry, and this is my co-host, Kirsty Logan. Hello. Hello. And today, it is day six of our special, not 13 day, 14 day, day uh, special episodes uh, from the book 13. And today, we are talking about The Doll by Carol Ellis. Now, Carol Ellis, I have Googled, she is 74 years old now, oh. and she is what I would call a jobbing writer. Or as we may see in Glasgow, a jobby writer. (laughs) Perhaps also a jobby writer. She's written episodes of the Goosebumps TV show. She's written a series called Zodiac Chillers. Which I think we're going to have to track down (laughs) for Patreon episodes. She's also written for The New Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh no. So, jobbing, I'm going to (laughs) say. And we've covered her many a time on Teenage Scream. We had My Secret Admirer on episode 27, which I was enraged by. You weren't that bothered about the fact that as a security system, she piled up tins of peaches. Oh, no, that's genius. No. Yeah. It's terrible. It's on, at all the doorways, she made a pyramid of tins as some kind of alarm system. So you'll hear people when they And then in. what are you going to do? Kill them. <laughs> what did you watch? She didn't have anything. The tins. All oh, right, I see, I see. And then we also had the body... Uh, which was episode 37, which you you quite liked that one. Even though it wasn't about a body. It was not about a body. And I don't know about the uh, disability representation. Mm, yeah. It was shaky at best. And then we also had Camp Fear in the next episode, episode 38, which I really liked, although you think it's just because I wanted to go camping. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then we next series, season five, we also have The Stalker and The Window. Oh, yeah. So if you like Carol Ellis look back you're in the right place (laughs) and i've got to say right i read this book when i was a kid and the first story i ever wrote as a kid when i was about 10 was called the doll yeah because kirsty logan this entire collection is like a form like the format no the The foundation of your career it it really is it's actually rereading it i was like shit I've done so many things that are in this book. Um, I, yeah, so I did one called The Doll, which was very much a rip-off of this story. I bet you love this story. I did at the time. Rereading it at age 35, I see I was wrong. <laughs> so here's the beginning of the story. The man had been out since sunrise, walking along the narrow strip of sand at the base of the rocky cliff. It was a beautiful place to walk, except for the garbage. Drivers up on the cliff road tossed down everything from greasy fast food bags to broken beach chairs. The man usually ignored it, but something caught his eye this morning, wedged in a wide space between two big boulders. Curious because it looked different from most of the stuff people dumped there, he walked over and pulled it out. It had been scratched up a little and there was one big crack along the bottom. But it had survived the fall from the cliff top, which was something of a miracle. He slid his fingers over the latch, but it was tight and his hands were cold. He sat down on a flat rock and blew on his fingers. With his hands warmed up, he'd try again. Don't open the box. (laughs) So anyway, then we jump to three months earlier. 16-year-old Abby Rogers and her family have just moved into a new house. Her 10-year-old sister, Lindsay, hates it. But their divorced mum, Deanna, 
her mom, sorry, Deanna, tells her to shut the fuck up. I like the idea that that's her title with capitals. Divorced, Divorced mom. Divorced mom, that's what her business mother. card says. Divorced mom, That's what Deanna. she gets when she's like hassling people at Target. Excuse me, I'm a divorced mom. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Have you not seen the number of people on the internet that say that they're a single parent and so they should get so-and-so for free? Oh. Which I get it. Hard being a single parent, but also... You can be other things as well. Divorced mum. Mm-hmm. That's what I am now. Divorced mom. Mom. Which is so different. A divorced yep. mum and a different a div- divorced mom have different hairdos. A divorced mum drinks gin on the stairs at night. Mm-hmm. What does a divorced mom she do? She bothers people in Target. <laughs> <laughs> and drives you to soccer practice. So they've moved house, but they're still at the same school. And she has the same crush, Mark Halpern, who is completely irrelevant. Um, Abby is also weirdly drawn to the old house, especially... The attic. Oh, no. I remember being obsessed with attics when I was a kid, thinking they were so spooky. So the next day she goes up to the attic and she finds a wooden box pulsing with energy. Vibrator. That's what I thought. (laughs) Which I was like, that is some battery that's in that (laughs) vibrator if it's still going. So inside is a doll, quote, like a small dead child. Yes, thank you. We know. Burn it. Burn it now. <laughs> but also, how else would you describe a doll? <laughs> of course, it's like a small dead child. Small dead hippo. <laughs> I don't know. And even though she, quote, thought she saw hatred in those eyes, she puts it on a shelf in her bedroom. Yeah, don't. Don't, just burn it. Burn it now. So then her friend Erin comes for a sleepover. She says the doll is creepy and turns it to face the wall. Then Abby dreams of a small white hand in the gloom, reaching out. <laughs> That's actually quite creepy, because you imagine it like newborn chub, don't you? Like that sort of newborn, tiny, almost oh, not yeah. like... like ugh. Well, it's like Chucky, isn't it? It's just Chucky. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And then she's woken by Erin, who's tripped on nothing. Aww. But she's okay. And now the doll is not facing the wall. It is facing the ceiling. I don't know. And then we have this very specific detail. It's not just a lamp, Heather. It's a stained glass lamp. So this, I don't know. (laughs) So this stained glass lamp falls on her friend Holly's head. And then her sister's treehouse is set on fire with her sister inside. They're all fine, by the way. (laughs) Treehouse, excellent. Yep. And before each thing, Abby dreams of a tiny white hand. (laughs) (laughs) So then Mark, remember Mark? Mm -hmm. He asks her on a date. He says he'll pick her up in his car. But then she dreams of a car crash. There's a tiny white hand driving the car. (laughs) Yeah. No, actually. But there is a tiny white person. (laughs) I mean, let's just say it right now as white people. White people are scary. Yep. I understand why you'd be scared of a tiny white person. (laughs) Also, there's this excellent fashion moment because she's choosing what to wear for her date and she picks out a dark orange silky blouse. Oh. Specific. Burnt sienna. Dark orange. Burnt sienna. Yeah. A burnt sienna sateen blouse. Well, it's a bold choice. It's a 90s choice. (laughs) I can only hope she has a scrunchie. Oh, in the same colour? Oh, of course. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I actually have a scrunchie now. (laughs) I heard they're better for your hair, I know. Um, So, the thing is, Mark never sees her dark orange silky blouse because he's dead! Of course! He swerved to avoid a little girl in the road. That's a recurring theme in this collection. 
Yeah. Swerving to avoid children. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. So then at the end, Abby realises that the doll is evil. I had that from the get-go. Yeah. She's a slow learner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it takes her a while. Also, I don't understand why she likes the doll in the first place, since she saw hatred in its eyes. Because girl. Girls like That's dolls. That's why girls like dolls. Because we must. all we want is babies. Yep. In this world. No, we don't. I had a gymnastic Barbie. That was like the wow. cool version of that. I remember cutting my Barbie's heads off. Moving on. Because <sighs> I was just that kind of kid. <laughs> Goth from birth. <laughs> so then Abby puts the doll back in its box. It's strangely coffin-like box. I thought you meant it's strangely coffin. Like... <laughs> well, even better. Oh my God, I fucking love this moment. So she drives it to the cliff and she hears the sounds of tiny fists battling oh, yeah. the wood. It's so fucking good. Here's the That's sound the best of tiny bit. fists. That's it. Hey, let me out! <laughs> That's my favourite bit. It's so good. Um, and then she throws it into the sea. The end. But, no, don't forget the man at the start. It's his doll now. Oh no, yeah, that's why right? you should always burn these things. Burn it, burn everything. Don't just throw things in the sea, they wash up. This is why we're in the fucking planetary mess we're in, guys, because you're just chucking things Things don't the just sea. disappear when you throw them in the sea. Yeah, just because you can't see it. Doesn't mean it's, it's not no longer there. there. Yeah. So that was that story. I'm going to say this is not Carol Ellis's finest work. It's not a worst, though, to be honest with you either, is it? That's true. <laughs> there, are, there are depths that she sinks to. It's definitely a midfield. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the tiny white porcelain fists. Yeah. Being quite creepy. That is quite creepy. Is I mean, like, good. little dolls are creepy. Like, there's that Susan Hill book, The Small Hand, that, that's based around that idea that this guy, he keeps feeling like a little, every time he's got his hand down his side, he feels like a little child's hand <gasps> take hold of his hand, right? Oh, that's creepy. That whole creepiness is built up around that, so it is creepy. I Kids think. are creepy. Um, it also is a bit Daphne du Maurier. Yeah. I know she's got that st short story, The Doll. I mean, Daphne du Maurier is a lot better than Carol Ellis. How dare you <laughs> besmirch the name of Carol Ellis. She is an elderly lady <laughs> and she is doing her best. She wants to be du Maurier, but she's not quite there. Yeah. Although, do you think if du Maurier had written for the series Zodiac Chillers, <laughs> she would have done good work? It's a good question. Your fave could never. <laughs> <laughs> So who knows? I'm going to say this story is definitely a middling. I'd say three. Out of ten? Five. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to say two. I think it's quite two. shit. But it's, it's confusing because I remember loving this as a kid and like thinking it was so creepy and so clever and like writing rip-off versions of it. Have you not... We were almost at season five and you've not got to the fact that that's the entire premise of the show. <laughs> We loved them when they were kids and they're shit. <laughs> All the ones that I didn't really like as a kid, I now see are the best ones. And the ones that I did like as a kid, I now see were shit. Children have no taste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was looking after my niece and she wanted to watch, I think, the most horrific thing that's ever been on TV. In including every slasher. No. Oh, oh God, I haven't seen that. Oh, I don't know. It's just it was awful. this, like, Barbie show on Netflix. No. I mean, they all had these very shrill American accents and it was that like weird kind of 3D animation. Oh, I hate that. It was, I actually had to leave the room. I had to be like, I'm just going to go and do something in the kitchen just to get away from it. Yeah, I'd I rather can't. go to the effort of actually doing something with them than having to be around that. I know, but 
It's exhausting. Yeah, you can't exactly. do it all the time. Oh no, I'm I, not I saying know. 24 hours a day telly, but come on now. Oh yeah, but put the headphones on and if they can oh, see you. Oh, that's have clever. To be, yeah, clever. Oh, that's a good um, anti-tip. Thank you. Headphones. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. For I you, mean, like a tip for aunties, not as in the opposite anti-tip. of a tip. Anti-tip. Yeah. An the... anti-tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what are we going to give it? I'm going to give it two. You're going to give it three. So 2.5. Yep. Okay. Deal. And then we'll collate at the end and we'll That's see where it sits in the pack. I'm going to write it in my notes. Okay. I'm organised. Oh, you are very organised. I'm a professional podcaster. So, you're so organised. Can you tell people where they can find us? You can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And you know by now that if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and give us um, some money. Anything you Just want. Just anything. Really. Help yeah. us keep to buy books. We'll take literally anything. I'd be grateful (laughs) and join us tomorrow for our next story which is House of Horrors by J.B. Stamper I'm not going to say anything about that one until we get there gotta wait till tomorrow J.B. Stamper sounds like a real fake name doesn't it I think a lot of them are fake names (gasps) I'm calling it right now oh my word see you tomorrow bye